Hey, another outside the box. Finding things that are not worth saving. Today's topic is abolition. For the last several years, I've been part of a local group, No Penobscot County Jail Expansion. The current jail in Bangor officially holds up to 157 people, but county commissioners want a new jail that will hold up to 280. An average of about 230 people are jailed at any time in Penobscot County or boarded out to other jails. Our group thinks 157 is plenty. Too many, really, because most of those in the jail should not be there. Many are locked up because of mental health issues or substance use disorder or poverty and or homelessness or for other reasons like bail or probation violations or failure to pay fines that do not warrant being incarcerated. Mental health and substance use disorder are public health issues and they should be dealt with using public health treatment programs, not by locking up those whose accused crime was caused, at least in part, by these issues. Some who are low-income or houseless are jailed just because they cannot afford bail. Others have been locked up after being accused of bail or probation violations, such as being in or near a crime scene, or violating a curfew, or not being drug or alcohol-free, almost none of which may be legal, illegal otherwise. Usually about two-thirds to three-quarters of those in jail are pretrial. They have not been convicted of any crime and are innocent until proven guilty, but are incarcerated while awaiting their day in court. However, because of the COVID-19 court backlog, that pretrial number is now over 90%. Well, you get the idea. Almost no one who is in jail really should be there, even if we want to punish someone who violated the law by jailing them. Does locking people up actually prevent future violations of the law and make our communities safer? Given that rearrest rates in the five years after incarceration are over 50%, sometimes as high as two-thirds to three-quarters, locking people up doesn't reduce crime. A recent report by the Prison Policy Initiative concluded, quote, releasing people pretrial doesn't harm public safety, end quote. Even the U.S. Department of Justice acknowledges that jails and prisons can make someone more likely to commit further crimes rather than teaching them a lesson. So it shouldn't be surprising that some of us, myself included, are abolitionists when it comes to jails and prisons. We do believe those who hurt others or the environment should be held responsible for what they've done, but locking them up does not usually help them to change their actions. The primary goal should not be punishment for those who harm others, but rather public safety and security. Most people do bad things because of some kind of trauma or out of fear. Dealing with the trauma or overcoming the fear should be a first priority, not punishment. If that can be handled, then perhaps a person can see what harm they've done 
and figure out how not to do it again. Sanctions or some form of accountability may be needed for violations of the law, but locking up a person, especially for a long time period, is not a good way to achieve that accountability, recovery, and successful return to society. Problems don't usually disappear all at once or quickly, but most of us, if not permanently scarred by our upbringing or traumas, can eventually deal with our issues and become effective, contributing members of our community. Do you think abolition of our criminal punishment system is possible and a better approach than what we have now? I'm Larry Danzinger, wanting alternatives to our current punishment system.